the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. All right, a lot of things going on in Washington, D.C. and around the world that should concern us. A lot of things happening with this present presidential administration should concern us. Uh, here's something that concerns me more. Uh, it concerns me more than executive orders from Joe Biden. It concerns me more than the cognitive uh, concerns about our president. It concerns me more than uh, the uh, supply chain crisis. Uh, it concerns me more than inflation, rising gas prices. And, well, it concerns me more than almost anything happening in the government. Sadly, it doesn't concern a whole lot of other people. But I'm different. Listen to this headline. Most Catholics, mainline Protestants, say faith in God not required to enter heaven. Here's the story. More than three years after Pope Francis sparked a firestorm of religious debate by telling a young boy that his deceased atheist father might still end up in heaven. You remember that? That was kind of swept under the rug. But do you remember that? Pope Francis told this little boy that his father, who had died and was an atheist, the Pope says, well, you know, he still could end up in heaven. He didn't believe in God? No. But, but that, and that was, that was the Pope. Uh, anyway, A new study from the Pew Research Center shows a majority of Catholic and mainline Protestant Christians also believe you don't have to believe in God to go to heaven. All right, now, the price of gasoline impacts us financially. Every time I fill up, it bothers me, it troubles me. But a hundred years from now, who cares? The price of food, uh, the, the the political policies of a far left progressive liberal presidency impact us. But in a thousand years, the state of your soul is eternal. The price you pay for gas is important. Whether you spend eternity in heaven or hell, and yes, I do believe in hell, and by the way, a large percentage of Americans still believe in hell. Where you spend eternity 
is far more important than the next election, the next time you fill up with gas, the next time you go to the grocery store. In fact, there is nothing more important than the gospel and the eternal destiny of the human soul. And more and more and more Americans are rejecting the gospel. Now, by accepting heresy, and the heresy is, hey, everybody goes to heaven eventually. You don't have to believe in God. You don't have to go through Jesus. Just be a good person. Be a sincere person. That's heresy. You are rejecting the clear teaching of the gospel. And there's nothing more important than that, folks. That's why I keep saying the answer to America's problems is not in Washington, D.C. It's in the pulpits and the pews of America. All right, back to the story. Quote, in discussing American views on the afterlife, the study showed that majorities of U.S. adults believe in both heaven and hell, significantly more believe in heaven, 73% believe in heaven. 62% believe in hell. Now, I'm really shocked by that, that 62% of Americans still believe that there is a place called hell. The bizarre thing is that 73% believe in heaven, only 62% believe in hell, when the Bible talks much more about hell than it does heaven. We actually know more about hell than we know about heaven. Jesus talked more about hell than he did heaven. Uh, But anyway, when it comes to Christians as a group, the study showed that the overwhelming majority of all Christian groups supported belief in heaven. Protestants from historically black and evangelical churches were more likely than mainline Protestant churches or Catholics to express belief in hell. Well, 39% of all American adults in general believe people who don't believe in God can still go to heaven. All right, so that's all Americans. Across the board, male, female, uh, black, white, Democrat, Republican, Catholic, Evangelical, Lutheran, Buddhist, general population in America, 39% believe that people... Uh, who don't believe in God can still go to heaven. 39%. You ready for this? 68% of Catholics believe. You don't even have to believe in God to get to heaven. 68% of Catholics. I had a very, very friendly debate with a uh, Catholic listener last week about what the Catholic Church teaches about going to heaven. Uh, they disagreed with something that I said on the air. Uh, I gave them chapter, verse, page from the catechism to back up what I said. Uh, she still didn't agree and said, no, 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 that's not what my church teaches. Well, 68% of Catholics questioned, can you get to heaven without believing in God? 68% of Catholics said, yep. of mainline Protestants said, yeah, you don't have to believe in God to get to heaven. Uh, Only 21% of evangelicals believed, hey, 
It says 21% of evangelicals said that they believe you can get to heaven without believing in God. Newsflash, if you believe that you can get to heaven without even believing in God, we're not even talking about Jesus here. We're just talking about a general belief that there's God. If you believe you can get to heaven and not even believe in God, you ain't an evangelical. You may think you are. Someone may have called you an evangelical. You may call yourself an evangelical. You are not an evangelical. Uh -uh, Nope. No way. Uh, 31% of Christians from historically black churches believe that you don't even have to believe in God to get to heaven. This brings me back to a point that I try to make over and over and over again. The size of your church means nothing about whether it is a biblical church, whether it is a biblically sound church. The size is completely irrelevant. You can go to a church of 10,000 people, and you could be attending an apostate church. The size doesn't mean anything. And today we are all about the size of the church. And we assume if the church is big, big, big and growing, growing, growing and planting satellites everywhere, it's a good Bible-believing church. I hope it is. Maybe. Could be. What do they believe about the gospel? Do they believe that the only way to heaven is through the shed blood of Jesus Christ? Do they believe that? Do they believe that Jesus rose bodily from the grave on the third day? Do they believe that sin separates us from God, and until we receive Jesus Christ as personal Savior, we are separated from God because of our sin? Do they believe that? Do they preach that? Do they preach that there is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun? Do they preach and teach that the Bible is the inspired, infallible, inerrant Word of God? Or is it just a feel-good, feel-good, let's all go to church and have one big party, and we're going to get emotional, and when we leave, we are going to feel so good. A lot of times when I leave church, I feel really, really good. Sometimes I don't feel so good because the Holy Spirit of God has convicted me. We've got to have churches that take an uncompromising stand on the truths of Scripture. And if a church compromises on those truths just to get big, they're headed in the wrong direction and they're sending people in the wrong direction. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. I got so much on my mind, so much I want to get in before the uh, top of the hour. Um, 
One thing I want to pass along, and I don't do this often. In fact, it is very rare, but I think this is a unique case. I'm going to ask you to pray for a young man by the name of Logan. Not even going to give the last name, but a young man by the name of Logan. He is either 18 or 19. I believe he's 18 years old and is battling for his life a an extremely, an extremely rare form of cancer, so rare that they haven't yet been able to determine what it is. And he's been in treatment now for a few months, uh, extensive rounds of chemotherapy uh, to try to kill this cancer, but it is surrounding his heart and his lungs. And uh, he has surgery scheduled for this coming Monday morning. And the hope is that this cancer has not actually attached itself to the lungs and the heart and that they will be able to remove it. Uh, They know from CAT scans, PET scans, and so forth that the tumor has reduced greatly in size. They do know that, and that's good. But they're not going to know until they get in whether they can get all the cancer, some of it or whatever, This is a fine, godly young man, loves God with all of his heart, family involved in ministry, and I won't go into any more personal details, but his first name is Logan, and uh, he is having surgery this coming Monday morning at uh, either 7 or 7.30. In your prayer time, would you please lift up Logan? And uh, next week, as I find out the results of the surgery, I I will pass that along to you. All right. Pray for Logan. And again, I don't do that often, but this is it's an unusual situation. Fine young man, teenager um, in the battle of, of his life. A lot of people suffering right now. A lot. Uh, I was talking about the importance of the gospel, how the liberal churches have gotten it wrong there is there is nothing, 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 nothing on planet Earth more egregious than a lie that will keep someone from heaven. Nothing. There's nothing worse. To tell someone that they don't even have to believe in God as long as they're a sincere person with good works and they're going to go to heaven. That is a lie. And I say this out of the pit of hell. It is a lie out of the pit of hell. This doctrine called universalism is probably the most abhorrent doctrine ever invented by the devil himself. And it sounds so good. And so much of it is true. God is love. Yes, he is. God loves all people. Yes, he does. It is God's desire that everybody goes to heaven. Yes, that is his desire. But that's where the truth ends with universalism. Because the truth also says that man is fallen. We are fallen creatures. We are sinful creatures. We inherited that from our first parents. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God, Scripture says. There is none righteous, no, not one. The wages of sin is death. If you have committed one sin in your entire life, you are a sinner. 
and the wages of that sin, separation from God for eternity. And your sincerity means nothing. Your church membership means nothing. Your human goodness means nothing. And that's why Jesus came. Jesus came to this earth to demonstrate God's love. That is absolutely true. The cross of Jesus Christ is the greatest picture of love ever, ever, ever demonstrated on this planet. But it was also the greatest demonstration of God's judgment. Yes, God is loving, kind, gracious, merciful. God is also just and righteous. And because of his character, he must, he absolutely must judge sin, all of sin. And whoever you are and whatever lifestyle you live, your sin will be judged. And either you will pay for it for all of eternity, or you will accept the free gift of salvation through Jesus Christ and realize that Jesus paid the debt for you. And you will realize that you can't save yourself. There is salvation nowhere else but in Jesus. Being sincere does not gain entrance to heaven. And yet the overwhelming majority of Americans the overwhelming majority of people who go to a church even occasionally believe everybody's going to get there sooner or later. It's not true. So my question for you, was there ever a time and a place that you confessed to God that you are a sinner and that you're lost, but that you accepted the free gift of salvation through Jesus Christ? If you haven't done that, you can do that right now. No, true, wherever you are, right now. You can confess that you're a sinner and ask Jesus Christ to save you. That's the only way you or anyone else is going to get to heaven. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.